Welcome to the podcast. I just want to take a minute and thank the Golden State Warriors for giving me and the world some of the most exciting basketball that has ever been played. Seriously, the Warriors are turning everybody into fans. Even people who don't like basketball have to appreciate the show that they put on. Even people who are loyal to other teams, like the Boston Celtics, have to like them for how much fun they are. And even people who are college basketball loyalists who think the NBA is garbage can't help but admit there's nothing better to watch right now than the Golden State Warriors play basketball. And if they didn't already capture everyone's attention with their masterful play last year, and they didn't do it by winning the championship, then they certainly did it by starting this year going streaking. We're going streaking! Alas, the streak has come to an end, and though the Boston Celtics didn't end their streak, taking them to double overtime the night before their loss I think earns them an assist for the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, I've seen some impressive streaks in my days of watching the NBA. I saw the Houston Rockets rattle off 22 straight, during half of which they didn't even have their star Tracy McGrady, and was very impressive for that lineup. I saw the Miami Heat rattle off 27 straight, which is... Again, ridiculous late in the season, but they had the stars. And, of course, the record is the Lakers winning 33 straight long before I was ever around and paying attention. But this 24-0 to start the season I think is as impressive as any of those, especially coming off a championship when, let's face it, most teams come back a little fat and content. But the Warriors came back hungry and aggressive and with this edge about them coming into every game knowing they were going to win. That's the biggest thing when you watch these games. You see it, and you don't see it often with professional athletes because they're all so confident because they're all so good that at the end of a game, one team knows they're going to pull it out, and the other team freezes a bit. There's hesitation because they feel it too. Uh-oh, this other team is just better. And that's what's so impressive about the Golden State Warriors right now. Now, the coach and basketball purist in me will appreciate most the fact that the Warriors are so unselfish and play so well together with such chemistry that the sum is greater than the whole of the parts. But let's fan out for a little bit here and appreciate that the parts, individually, are pretty daggum good in their own right. Stephen Curry is drawing comparisons to Michael Jordan. Now, these comparisons are not about the style of their game, or even the amount of talent they have. The comparison is the draw that they are, the fact that people come to watch just them because they are themselves a spectacle. Jordan is worshipped not because of how great he was, so that's part of it, but because he was so electrifying to watch. People had to see him. When he came to town, the whole arena had a buzz about it, and it was an event. We haven't seen anything like that until Stephen Curry. 
Even great other players like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, basketball people love them, but their games are not so aesthetically enjoyable that non-basketball fans and fringe spectators want to come see them. Stefan, not only does he look more like a normal person, which I think is part of why people, uh, in, like he endears himself to people, but he's darty, he's got these great dribble moves that are showy, he pulls from anywhere. That's everybody's favorite part. He throws great passes, and he has fun with it. He gets the show part of it. He puts on the spectacle for people. It's not an accident. He doesn't just go play and they happen to see it. He knows people are there to be entertained, and he goes to entertain them. He'll weave between the defense with crossovers and behind the back, stop on a dime and pull from 40 feet, bury the shot and look to the crowd like are you not entertained uh yeah bro we are we're entertained what's amazing this year about steph is that he's even better he was the mvp last year he still might be the most improved player in the league he went from being the best player on the best team to being the best player in the league now he is dominant he is unstoppable by teams and on a personal note the thing that hurts a little bit is early in Steph's career, before he blew up, when he was likable but not known as a stud, I like to compare myself as a basketball player to a poor man Stephen Curry. Like very poor, like homeless, broke, has no money Stephen Curry. Because I also like to run around and shoot deep threes and I was like, I can handle the ball a little bit and I'm, a, I'm an underrated passer like Steph is. He's so good now. It would be absurd for me to put my name anywhere near his as even a corpse version of Stephen Curry. I can't do anything like what this guy does. Nobody can do anything like he does. He can't be guarded. He gets double teamed. He splits or passes at it every time. He can shoot from anywhere with any amount of space. He can drive to the basket as an undersized guy. Remember when he came into the league and people were like, he's too skinny and he's too frail to be able to survive in the NBA? He's hitting one of the highest percentages of shots in the lane, in traffic among big guys, of anybody in the league, all right? Centers included. It's like seven-footers are hitting around the same clip or in the paint as Stephen Curry. That's unbelievable. And putting my coaching hat on again, the thing I love about everybody loving his shooting is whereas when Michael Jordan was famous, kids wanted to dunk like Mike. Too many kids would spend too much time throwing up oops to themselves and bricking dunks in the gym because, hey, nobody dunks like Michael Jordan. Kids getting in the gym and shooting because they want to shoot like Steph, they can actually learn how to shoot. I want to see more and more kids learn how to shoot. I mean, America's been behind Europe forever on training kids to shoot. Maybe Stephen Curry's popularity changes this trend and shooting becomes in. Shooting becomes stylish like dunking has been for the last, uh, well, since basketball was invented or since... Dunking started to be permissed since basketball became cool, basically, is what I'm saying. And what Steph is doing for shooting, Draymond Green is doing for being a versatile glue guy. Draymond's biggest strength is he doesn't have any weaknesses. He's good at everything. He can shoot, pass, dribble, defend. He is smart. He communicates. He's everything a coach wants in a player, and he really gives them a swagger, and he makes them go... And coming from a guy who was underrated, who was considered to be an undersized power forward, now plays oftentimes in their death lineup as the undersized center and makes them thrive. What an inspiring story. And speaking of inspiring, Andre Iguodala 
is becoming the new Ginobili. When you want to tell a kid it's okay to come off the bench, it doesn't mean you're a lesser player. You used to say, hey, Ginobili does it for the Spurs. Now you tell kids, hey, Andre Iguodala does it for the Warriors, okay? If he can do it, you can do it. And it doesn't mean you're not a good player. In fact, sometimes one of the most important players comes off the bench. Clay Thompson has a shooting stroke that you would show in film to any kid who wants to learn how to shoot and just say emulate that exactly as best you can. I mean, all their players are good. All their players are likable. I could point out something I love about each of them. I love the way that they seem to love each other and cheer for each other. They're always excited. Now, it's easy to be upbeat and optimistic when you're winning 24 straight games, but I think part of winning 24 straight games is being optimistic and upbeat. It kind of goes hand in hand, and it becomes uh, self-perpetuating. But perhaps the thing I love the most is the infrastructure in the program, the stability that they have without their coach, Steve Kerr, who did such a great job just freeing things up on the offense last year, giving them a better identity, giving a better atmosphere to the culture they had there, that even with him out with his back troubles, and good well soon, please, Steve Kerr, we'd love to see you on the sideline. And Luke Walton's done a fine job, but the fact that the head coach can be out and all the success still remains because it's just so solid in the infrastructure of what they're doing there in the franchise is so impressive. I think it speaks to people who run even small programs, even high school coaches, just saying, hey, have an infrastructure. Have, have what you do become so a part of the program that even if you're gone, it's ingrained into what's done there and people can succeed even without you. Don't be generic about it. Don't be amoebic where you're changing all the time. Have a firm infrastructure, and that is crucial to success. Okay, I could gush all day about the Warriors, and I'm sure to some of you, you've probably heard me gush about them before, and I'm sure I'll gush again, so I will just put an end to this podcast here. I will just say I was bummed out when the streak came to an end because one of the things you love watching as a sports fan is witnessing history. You want to be able to tell future generations. Yeah, I remember when this event happened, when that record was set. I was there watching, and let me tell you about it. We didn't quite get there with the Warriors, and I was a little bummed out. I wanted them to top 33 for no other reason than the fact that the record is held by the Lakers right now, and as a Celtics fan, anybody else could please take that from them. But then it occurred to me when I was down that they still have 57 more games to squeeze in a 33-game winning streak. So let's keep our fingers crossed, and I think that they can do it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. As always, please comment. Tell me how much you have enjoyed the Warriors. I would say if you haven't, tell me why, but let's be honest. Everyone loves this squad. Thanks for listening to the podcast.